everybody. Welcome to The Kelly O Show. I'm your host, Kelly Alexa. This show is dedicated to inspiring women of all ages to pursue excellence in mind, body, and business. After decades of playing small in my own life and staying in the comfort zone, a couple of years of massive chaos and drama in my personal and my professional life forever changed me for the better. Through some tough lessons, I evolved and I became a stronger and more confident version of myself, fearless and finally, unapologetically myself. I am now designing my life bigger and better than ever before. And most importantly, I'm designing a life on my terms that is full of joy and happiness. And I think that this is something that's been missing for so many women. They're either staying in the comfort zone like I was or they've got a life that looks pretty good on the outside, but it's missing real joy and health and happiness. And that is no bueno. I believe that the future is female. And every week this show is going to bring you incredible interviews and live shows that I hope is going to motivate you to take massive action in your life, to leave the comfort zone and go all in again, to pursue achieving excellence in mind, body, and in business. I hope you enjoy the show and let's dive in. Hey everybody, let's talk about red light therapy. If you haven't yet heard my interview with Scott from Mito Red Light Therapy, I want you to definitely go check out that show at thekellyoshow.com. I firmly believe the more research that I do on this topic, I firmly believe every one of us should have a Mito red light in our house and be participating in, you know, by my understanding, five to 10 minutes of red light therapy a day. The health benefits are extensive. And let me just give you a quote. This is actually from Dave Asprey's website. Red light therapy works from the inside out to enhance mitochondrial function in cells. This in turn leads to several skin benefits. Red light decreases inflammation in the skin, smooths skin tone, repairs sun damage, fades scars and stretch marks, and even builds collagen in the skin, which reduces wrinkles. It also heals wounds and can prevent recurring cold sores or herpes simplex. Red light works on the lymphatic system to improve the body's detoxification abilities by increasing blood flow. It can even stimulate hair growth in the hair follicles. This is just a touch of the benefits that they're seeing from red light therapy. It is extensively studied. And once I interviewed Scott from Mito Red Light Therapy on the show, I literally was like every, I told my man, I said, you have to start doing this. I'm gonna start doing it every single day, twice a day. This is a priority. And I strongly encourage you to check out Mito Red Light. You can use the code, the Kelly O Show, to get 5% off their already ridiculously competitive rates. And when I say that, do your own research. One of the things that impressed me the most about Scott is he founded his company, Mito Red Light, because he'd known about the benefits of red light therapy, but wanted to provide an affordable option. This is for you. Start today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Kelly O Show. Today is bonus episode two in my three bonus episode series that is topping off my mini, mini series that just went live before this on uh, my top 10 weight loss mistakes that I've discovered recently in working with my new trainer, Alex. 
and what I'm doing to fix them. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that series, I definitely encourage you to go back and check out those episodes. You do not need to listen to them in order. It's not a a progressive uh, series. You can listen to them in any order that you want to. I do think so many of you are going to have that material resonate with you on a deep, deep level. And that's why I took the time to record it because the truth is ever since I decided earlier this year to take things up a notch, hire a trainer, I I realized that I wasn't making progress after I'd been able to get back to working out. You know, it had been a rough year for me last year with seven months of chronic migraines, not being able to work, not being able to work out. And then I get back to working out and, you know, getting back, getting my groove back, getting my fitness groove back. And at the end of four or five months, I realized I just wasn't getting anywhere. Certainly wasn't for the the worse for it. You know, I hadn't gained weight. I wasn't getting bigger, but I certainly just was still in this. You guys have heard me refer to it. I, I felt like my body's frozen in time. I just stay the same. And I, I knew that I needed somebody on the outside, somebody that had experience, somebody that had the credentials, the knowledge, the expertise to deal with what I'm dealing with because I realized I was stabbing in the dark. I realized that what I was going to probably keep doing was getting myself into habits that were working against me. And even though I knew they were probably working against me, that was my tendency, my tendency. And that's why I want you guys to go listen to my top 10 weight loss mistakes because I was falling into those traps, those traps of, oh, I'm not, I'm not losing weight. I'm not leaning out like I want to. So I've got to make this happen as fast as possible. I've got to fix myself. I've got to um, add more cardio. I've got to cut my calories more. I've got to add more fasting days. I've got to do more, more, more. I've got to make this happen faster, faster, faster. All the things and all the mistakes I've made in the past. And I am just absolutely committed to doing things right to treating my body in a better way, treating myself in a better way, and to getting fit but living along the way, something I've never really done. Um, it's a little embarrassing for me to say that, but it's it's very true. And I'm willing to put all my cards on the table and be very transparent with all of you in the hopes that I can teach many of you to do the same because too many of us are doing that. We are aiming for perfection and treating ourselves like we are unworthy citizens of the world until we are perfect. And that doesn't help our fitness journey. It destroys our, our, our health and our hormones. And it's just not right. Um, we are magnificent creatures. We have a wonderful, absolutely magnificent machine in our bodies and we need to treat it better. We need to treat ourselves better. And that's what this series has all been, been all about. And these three bonus episodes were things that you heard me refer to in a couple of these episodes prior where I said, oh, that's got to be an episode. That's got to be a bone. Like, I've got to talk about that point. It came up in several of these episodes and I said, and I wrote it down in my notes. So now we're diving into these bonuses. So yesterday's episode was about the power of declaration. And that is a key, 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 I can't say key enough. I, I really urge you, if you haven't listened to that one, gosh, there's so many really good points. But when I, when I share with you, like there's certain practices and habits that have changed my life, that's one of them. And when I recently looked back and, and saw all the times in my life that I've made huge 
big positive changes, brought about amazing new things in my life. It was all when I made a declaration. So please go listen to that show about the power of declaration. Um, It will be wonderful for you, I promise. Today, we're talking about friends. And this is a topic um, based on that concept of, you know, we've all heard these sayings, you are the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with, right? Or be careful who you surround yourself with, because, you know, if you surround yourself, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, if you surround yourself with losers and low lives and people with bad attitudes, that's what you're going to become. You're going to soak that all up. If you surround yourself with people who are smarter than you, wiser than you, more experienced than you, who are positive, who are aiming high, who are doing things, that's what you are going to aspire to and and lean towards as well. But there's also something we need to, to take into account. And that is a support system. And quite a lot of us don't realize now this this can be applied to strictly our fitness and weight loss journey but it can also be applied with a a broader paintbrush when you look at your life in general and i will tell you this part of this is a bigger discussion that i cover in my course for women the opposite of nice isn't nasty because it's a really it's a big hairy topic and that is particularly for women. I don't think this is as difficult for men, but there's a reason why I cover this to to a great extent in my course. Um, Women tend to feel that they can't cut people out of their lives. Women feel like if you're friends with somebody and maybe you've grown apart, maybe um, that person, you know, has gone down a different path. Like, you, you feel obligated to be nice to that person. You feel that, quote unquote, for lack of a better way of saying it, cutting that person out of your life is mean. It's judgmental. It's not nice. And these are all things that women think they can't do. It wouldn't be right. Um, that person hasn't done anything to me. Why would I cut that person out of, out of their life? You know, I, if, if they want to hang out with me, if they want to talk to me, if they want to be in my life. I mean, why, who am I, who am I to say, I don't want to be that person's friend? Who am I to say I'm cutting ties with that person? Well, let me just shed some light on this topic because I can tell you, I used to feel all of those things and it doesn't make you an evil person. It doesn't make you a raging bitch. It doesn't make you a cold hearted, um, no feelings, Claire Underwood type of person to proactively prune the people in your life. Um, In fact, I'm actually going to write that down because pruning is something I've been doing a lot with my plants. And I want to make sure I do a podcast on that because the analogies from pruning are so, so appropriate in so many ways. But I mean, if you think about it, let's just give that about two seconds consideration. When you have plants, even, you know, you don't have to be a green thumb to know this, but if you have, um, and by no means am I, I'm an amateur, but if you have plants, one of the things that helps a plant grow is to cut off the, the dead, the dead leaves, the dead stems, 
Um, and, and it seems brutal to go out there and say, oh God, you know, here's three or four of these stems and dead leaves and you're cutting them, right? You feel like you're damaging the plant and maybe to some degree, you know, that that's not pleasurable for the plant, right? But here's the deal. Steve and I have had so many plants where they were like near ready to be thrown out. And we went in and did some pruning. He he was the one that did it first. He was like, I just let me, he, he doesn't, he doesn't like to write anybody off. So he was the one first to say, let's give this a chance. And he went out and did some pruning. And let me just tell you, these plants bounced back and are thriving. And now pruning is a regular practice. When I see that there are dead flowers, dead stems, yellow, browning, dying, withering leaves or or vines, we cut those puppies out because what I know is they drain nutrition that can go to the healthier parts of the plant. So you get rid of that which is draining and stealing from and keeping the rest of the plant from thriving. That's exactly what you do when you have people in your fitness life that are discouraging you, constantly giving you skeptical feedback about your fitness path, um, trying to get you to cheat, trying to get you to not stay the path, trying to get you to you know go out, um, eat the bad food, join the party, go to happy hour, convince you that what you're doing is boring. You've become, you've become one of those fitness people. This can be people at work. This can be people that you've been friends with. This can be family members, whatever it there's, there's different levels of pruning, but you really have to start being very careful and very deliberate. If you want to change your life and change your future, this is where maybe cutting some people out of your life and choosing the right types of friends and support system to be to to be around is is going to be really helpful for you and i can tell you again i referenced this at the beginning of this show as somebody who used to feel obligated to stay in friendships and in relationships where well that person hasn't really done anything to me but yet i wasn't enjoying the friendship i didn't i you know, I'm thinking of one woman in particular where every time she and I would do a reconnect call, I just would get off the call feeling like, why am I even talking to this woman anymore? All she does is talk down to me, kind of argue with me that she knows better. Um, she's more important than me, more knowledgeable than me. It was like a competition, our conversations. Um, it, you know, it was, it was never, it was always take, there was never any give and take. Um, this was somebody who always liked to brag from a professional perspective about, you know, all of her connections and, you know, she knew everybody. And whenever I would say, oh, this is who I just got a meeting with. It's so, ex- I'm so exciting. And, you know, and she would, she'd say, let me, tell me who this person is. Let me, th-. and she would look them up on LinkedIn and tell me that she knew somebody more important. And it was just, it was so, it was, it was such a juvenile experience, but it, I would get off every call with her and I'm like, why am I even friends with this person? Because, and it's not, please don't get me, get me wrong and misunderstand me. I'm not saying you need to be friends with people who only give you things, who only are there to make you happy and give you compliments. That's, that's not it. But generally speaking, friends should be people who support you, who add to your life. And sometimes people, friends 
adding to your life are the friends who are going to tell you the hard truths, the friends who are going to give you constructive criticism, the friends who are going to say, you need to snap out of it. You're being a baby. Believe me, I welcome those types of friends in my life. I can reference several of them I've been boxing with this very morning. You know, these are the type of people I, I, I want them to tell me, I think you're out of line, Kelly. Like you need, like th- that was, you were overreacting there. Like I welcome that. But the truth is so many of us allow people in our lives and we allow their influence in our lives and we allow their input in our lives. Hey everybody, let's talk about skincare. We've talked certainly about the importance of self-care quite a lot on this show. And what could be a better way to invest in self-care than by getting yourself some of the best skincare on the planet? Now, I have learned a lot since getting my first Botox injection about the importance of medical-grade skincare. There is a world of difference between what you buy in a drugstore, what you buy in a department store, and when you're talking about medical-grade skincare. Now, one of the companies that I use have used for gosh, quite a long time, I bought it first at my Botox appointment, is Globiotics. We've actually interviewed the founders on this very show. Check out Globiotics.com. It's probiotic-based, medical-grade skincare. It's exceptional. And we've got a 20% off deal for you. Just use code the Kelly O Show at Globiotics.com and you'll get 20% off. You're welcome. We really need to be either cutting those people out or really limiting our exposure to that input, to that influence. Because if you think about the significance of, let me take it back to the plants. One of the things I shared in one of my mindset episodes that I published recently, you know, it was the power of, of self-talk, negative self-talk and positive self-talk. And I shared the analogy of plants. You know, there's so many studies out there that show if you put, if you take several different of the same plants, right. And you put several of them in a room where they hear every day, they get the same amount of light and water and nutrients, right. But in one room, they're going to hear beautiful music and calm, soothing, encouraging voices. And in the next room, they hear nothing. You know, they they get the same amount of nutrients and light and and whatever as the other plants, but there's no noise and there's no soothing voices and and encouraging voices. And in the third room, they get the same nutrients and the same light, but they get loud, abrasive, um, upsetting, you know, kind of like angry rock music. And then they get discouraging, angry, you know, disparaging voices. It has shown, there have been so many studies that show that the first group will thrive, the middle group will do okay, like it'll do well, and the last group will wither, if not die. So if a plant can be that way from those types of influences, from just the way that some that, that they hear voices speak to them, the types of input, positive versus negative, we really need to think about what types of influences we let in on our in our lives. And if you think about some of the most impactful, successful, powerful people, they pour a lot of personal development and self-improvement 
into their lives. They're listening to podcasts. They're, they're listening to audiobooks. They're doing a lot of reading. They're constantly educating themselves. And furthermore, they're surrounding themselves with high achievers, people who believe in them, who encourage them, who are also aspiring to do more and give more and, and to ignore the skeptics, the naysayers, the, the discouragers, the people who just whine and bitch and moan about everything. This is something that is so important in life as the bigger picture, but it's also very important if you want to look at it on a micro level when it comes to our fitness and weight loss. You know, if you are starting down a fitness journey, it's really important for you to start noticing who's encouraging you and who's trying to get you off track. Because if you have people who are constantly um, talking down about your efforts, criticizing you, telling you that's not going to work, asking you to betray what's important to you. Maybe these are people you want to look at in a different le- under a different lens. Is this somebody you really because if something is important to you and you're doing something you're really excited about, people that care about you and genuinely love and support you should be so excited for you. They shouldn't be trying to get you to go off track, eat that pizza, you know, ruin your progress. If they are, they have other motives. And you need to give yourself permission to say, I'm allowed to choose the influences I'm going to let into my brain on a daily basis. I'm allowed to choose who I want to have in my life. And this is a big, big, big step for a lot of women out there, I know. And again, hard plug here, not a soft plug. This is a lot of what I cover, a big topic of what I cover in my course, The Opposite of Nice is Nasty. Um, I am in the process, in case you are curious. Of course, you can just, as a sidebar, go to theoppositeofnice.com if you want to check it out. Um, I am completely relaunching that course, and I'm in the process of working with uh, my business coach on that. So there are opportunities for people who want to take the beta version of that course and then be grandfathered into the new course. So if you're interested, make sure you fill out either just um, proceed to the contact me form on my website and ping me. I'll give you a special offer. Um, And I'll also probably throw in a 15 to 20 minute consult with me as well. Um, It's a life changing course. It's a life changing experience because I'm sharing all of the lessons that helped me transform from somebody who was a diehard people pleaser, somebody who let unintentionally, of course, everyone in my personal life and my professional life walk all over me, take advantage of me. Um, I felt powerless. I was completely lacking confidence, certainty, clarity. And now I have progressed and transformed into somebody who is full of confidence, full of certainty. I am a completely different stronger, better, wiser, savvier, more confident version of myself than I've ever been in my whole life. And it's the best feeling ever. I feel like I've come alive. And that's because I went through all of these mini transformations because I had all these mini aha moments about, wow, you know, look at, look at how I've been behaving. Look at what, look at all of these things I've been doing. And I didn't even realize I was doing it. It was just so, it was the hardest transformation that happened over several years, a series of transformations actually. Um, but I'm so proud of the woman that I've become. And 
I love my life as this woman that I've become. And, and it, this is, again, both from a personal level, a, a professional level. Everything in my life is different because of this woman that I've become. I'm in the best, most loving relationship with the love of my life because of the changes that I've made. I am in a remarkably different, I'm in a different stratosphere professionally because of these changes that I've made. Um, I'm even more capable of, of doing what I'm doing and transforming my health over the next year as well because of my clarity and confidence and ability to attack things with fervor and belief and the right attitude and the right mindset. It's a wonderful thing. So back to, that was my sidebar, but back to the friend situation. I see this a lot. I see women who talk about their weight loss and their journey. And they're like, they're either talking about people at work. I hear this a lot. People at work who discourage them, want to get them to go out to, to eat for lunch, eat the bad food that's at the office for lunch. You know why are you packing your food? They're they're criticizing what they what they eat or what they're not eating all the time. They have family members, um, friends that they go out with on a social basis who are like, "Why aren't you drinking more? Why are you eating more? Why don't you just give in, live a little?" You know, people who just don't respect that person's choices. And if you if you continue to surround yourself with those people who who clearly don't have the same goals as you then you're almost setting yourself up for failure because that constant exposure is going to wear you down or it's certainly going to set you up to be able to be worn down. Whereas if you limit your exposure to these friends, quote unquote friends, or potentially with some of them, you might start to look at them differently. Like I've looked at some of my former friends who are no longer in my life. And it's not like I called them up and said, by the way, I don't like you anymore. Screw you. We're not friends anymore. There's there's ways to, you know, do some pruning in your life without being cruel. There's ways to prune people and and you know cut out the the folks that drain you that that don't add to your life, that don't enhance your life, that don't support you, that don't help you grow and become a better version of yourself without being a jerk. I mean, on one hand, you need to embrace being strong enough to say, I deserve better. I deserve to be treated with respect. I deserve to have my choices respected. I deserve support. I deserve to not be questioned and discouraged all the time. But it's also another thing to do it, you know, with tact and class. I mean, there are people like I've mentioned the the person I was talking about earlier. You know, this was a case where I just, we we've moved apart. We're not friends on Facebook anymore. We don't really communicate. I haven't reached out to her. She hasn't reached out to me. Truthfully, I am not saying this to be a small person. My life is better because being her friend was more stressful to me than, than it was enjoyable. And maybe she feels the same way. If she does, I totally respect that. There are quite a lot of people who are no longer in my life and I'm 1000% okay with that. And there are some people who I have some pretty strong negative feelings about. Some people that were, let's just say, in my work world uh, a few years ago. Some people who betrayed me in ways I can't even imagine, disappointed me. Um, Just, I won't even go into it. It's just, 
and I want nothing to do with them. And I gave myself permission to say, you know what? I recognize that even being connected to these people on social media, following them, keeping the, oh, we're still friends on Facebook thing open and LinkedIn, I just removed the connections. I didn't have to write them a nasty email. I didn't have to publicly say who they are. Um, But I'm allowed to stand up on my principles and say, you know what? I don't like what I know about you. I don't like what you did. And you know, there's not been any resolution between us and I don't want you in my life anymore. I'm allowed to say that. So many women don't give themselves permission to do that. They feel obligated. Let me just tell you something. Anytime you feel obligated to do something, you're probably doing so out of shame or guilt. And that's no, no reason to do anything. That's a long road to a lot of stress and anxiety. And we all know what stress and anxiety does for our health absolutely nothing good. So hopefully, I I really encourage all of you to think about this, like finish listening to the show and then just maybe sit in your car, you know, turn your headphones off for a while and just like think, think about some people because I guarantee you there are people in your life. Maybe it's strictly from your fitness journey perspective. Maybe it's more from a bigger picture perspective. Maybe it's you know, you want to pursue your work dreams and you have people who, you know, make fun of that or, or they're discouraging you or they're doubting you. They're trying to make you doubt yourself. I really, really encourage you to think about number one, layer number one, who do you let have influence in your life? Layer number two is like the, the, the less personal choice, but think about who who you let influence your life when it comes to media, when it comes to social media, when it comes to Instagram, when it comes to, you know, maybe the magazines you read, what it is that you constantly expose yourself to. I remember hearing several people over the past year say, you know, if you stumble upon accounts on Instagram that make you feel bad about yourself, and what they mean is, in other words, if it's somebody who's overly airbrushed and overly perfect, And what they're putting out on Instagram literally makes you feel like you are the fattest, ugliest, most disgusting human being on the planet. It's okay for you to say, I don't, I can't keep looking at that because I end up feeling so, I suffer by comparison. It makes me feel bad about myself. I feel discouraged. Unfollow those people. Give yourself permission to say, they might be the most positive role model for so many people. They might be putting out great fitness content, but if it makes you feel bad or if, You know, there's people that I've unfollowed on Instagram just because I got so tired of them seeing, seeing them stick their ass in my face and, and them pulling their pants down to show their, um, what's that called? Like loin of Apollo, you know, how like your hips in the front, a lot of people that compete, they would be like, there was this phase where they were always pulling their pants down in the front. Like, I'm like, I'm not your gynecologist. I don't need to see that much information about your, you know, your abs. Great. You have quote unquote baby abs because you're starving yourself to get on stage. I don't need to see that. And I started unfollowing those people. Old me would have felt guilty. Like, oh, I'm judging whatever. Maybe I'm judging a little bit, but it's more about my peace of mind and my stress level and keeping my mindset in the right place. And that's what I'm asking you to do. Guard your mindset, guard who has influence and impact and a voice in your head. That's what choosing your friends and starting to prune who's in your life is all about. So 
would love to hear what you thought about this. Would love to see if this, this was helpful. You can always send me a note, obviously reach out to me on social, reach out to me on the contact me form over at the Let me know what you think. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with some of your friends, make sure you are subscribed. You could subscribe wherever it is that you're listening to podcasts, Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, you name it. Or just head on over to thekellyoshow.com and subscribe there. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you soon on The Kelly O Show. Hey, everybody. Let's talk about blood work. You've heard me talk about the importance of getting comprehensive, hormonal-focused blood work done since the dawn of time. Our friends at Alta Lab Tests, based out in the beautiful state of Arizona, where so many great companies are based, have the ability to service comprehensive blood work orders at 2,100 different locations across the country. I researched these guys, I've talked to the founder, I've talked to so many people at this organization, and they really genuinely care about health and wellness and helping men and women get better health for the long term. This is life-changing stuff, people. I want all of you that have not had comprehensive blood work done to head on over there now. altolabtest.com forward slash the Kelly O Show. Order your blood work, get your health started in the right direction now.